practice, practice, practice getting out of your comfort zone. If Even if it's something little, think of different ways to get out of your comfort zone. And that way you'll just be more comfortable with being brave and doing things that out of the ordinary. What's up, self-healers? It's your girl, Christina Nicolai, here to remind you again and again that you are your own healer. That everything you need to grow, to thrive, to heal is within you. And in this episode, I'm going to be speaking to my very own baby sister, Lena Nicolai, travel blogger turned digital marketing coach. The thing with my sister is she always was the ballsy one. I don't know if that's like a middle child thing, but as the oldest, I was afraid of disappointing my parents. I was just afraid of getting in trouble. Like, I just let fear hold me back a lot, and being an overthinker did not help. But with my sister, she did not have that problem. (laughs) If she had an idea, she would just do it. She did not let those thoughts, those limiting beliefs, hold her back. Seven years ago... It just wasn't celebrated for an Albanian girl to move to a different state without your family unless you're getting married or you like got a scholarship to go to school. And uh, and then she also moved to Albania when everybody was telling her, like, why would you move there when, you know, Albanians want to move to New York? But she still did it. She didn't let her thoughts hold her back. She didn't let fear hold her back. So now she's going to talk about those experiences. But before we do that, let's take a nice cleansing breath in through the nose from the belly and exhaling any bullshit we might be holding on to now let's meet self-healer numero dos hi sissy hi Uh, i feel like i haven't seen you forever like when was the last time we spoke i know actually we haven't talked in like since last week i think but we've been texting like here and there but not really on the phone so the reason that i brought you onto the show is because i wanted you to show people like why you're so brave to do the things that you've done because the way we were raised i was like a little chucha but you always did what you wanted to do and you didn't live in fear so yeah for everyone listening that's that's the dynamic we grew up in i was always like trying to keep things in control and trying to take care of everything and like fearing being the older sister the oldest yeah and then she was the one who was like doing things that i was afraid to do she was the one who was like just getting herself out there and putting herself out there so before we get into that conversation i want to ask you the first question i want to ask you is what is your favorite childhood memory Mm, like like in the i don't know like four to ten range or like anything early anything that pops what's the first thing that popped into your head um i guess well i was thinking about skydiving skydiving and hot air ballooning like those two things always pop in my head when i think of like me when i was younger Okay. I mean, there are things that I would still do, but it was like one of the best things I've ever done in my life um, as a teenager. So, do you yeah, feel like that sparked your your like desire to seek adventure? I think it was that, but actually, I think more it was. I always had it in me because, well, 
that definitely sparked it more. But I think when I was younger, I was always like riding my bike to different um, neighborhoods and getting lost. And then you and mom and dad and would get pissed at me because I would get lost all the time or be like climbing trees and stuff like that. So um, I also think our first concert that we went to, that was another thing that I was like, wow, there's so much to life. Like I can do so many things. Like I went to this concert and it was amazing, Bon Jovi at 16. And it just made me want to go to more concerts and just mm. explore like more things like obviously skydiving and just comedy shows and just all these different types of things that just, you know, bring joy to life. Okay, so looking back at like how I was always the one who's trying to be the protector and I was the one who was always trying to be in control and trying to like be safe. What do you think, why do you think you were so like drawn to adventure and you were always, it was easier for you to make decisions that would take you to this adventure. Like I would not do something because I was afraid of what mom and dad would say. Why do you think it was different for you? Um, I think for me it was different because for some, like somehow I grew this mindset, like I'm gonna learn from all these people who are not living their lives, who are not, who are sad and who are just um, not following their passions and I'm gonna be completely opposite. Like I'm gonna make sure that my life is amazing. So it was always learning from other people's mistakes, obviously learning from mine too, but I think I really observed people so much that I was just like, I don't wanna ever be sad. I don't ever wanna, you know, not do what makes me happy. Okay. So, so you, there's you... actually a quote Go ahead. about that that I found recently. There's a quote about that that I found recently. It says like, smart people, uh, learn from their mistakes, but the real sharp people uh, learn from other mistakes, something like that. And I think that's so, so accurate. <laughs> okay, so what is an area that you felt like you struggled with when you were younger that you've overcome? Because I remember when you were younger, you were much more emotional and then you kind of like block that part. So what, yeah. what do you feel like, what's an area of your life that you feel like you overcame such a big struggle that got you where you are today? Um, this one's so hard because I was trying to think about it earlier, but there are a lot of things. I guess like uh, overcoming, not believing that I was good enough, that I didn't have the qualities to do this certain thing or that certain thing. So that was something that I definitely had a struggle with because I always wanted to start this blog. I always just wanted to start like some kind of adventure blog, even when I was probably um, just getting into high school or something. So like, I don't know, 2007 or something. And uh, if only I started it then, but I was just like, no, there's so many people doing it. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not gonna be as smart I'm not gonna have you know uh, good pictures and stuff like that so it was that mindset that was holding me back and then finally I realized like are you kidding me like you have everything that you could possibly dream of to create this stuff and to be good at it and to learn and to practice so 
So yeah, that was the biggest struggle, I think. Even though I did, it's crazy because I did have this mindset where I was like, I can do that. I can do anything. Da, 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 da. But then I guess, I don't know, certain things I kind of held myself back from. So like in our subconscious mind and our like logical mind. Too. I guess it was the way we grew up too. Yes. Because, you know, our parents obviously wanted us to be nurses and this and that. And they're like, no, that's not realistic and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Because I always wanted to be in dance class or do some artsy stuff they're all just always just like no you know that's not realistic blah 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 so i guess that was my biggest struggle yeah so when you're i mean in your conscious mind you know like anything is possible you can tell yourself anything is possible but then your subconscious mind picked up so much from our upbringing and it's really common in like homes with immigrant parents to have parents who are in survival mode and tell you like, that's unrealistic. You have to be like a doctor or you have to be a lawyer. You have to do this, go to school and do this. You can't be a travel blogger. That's stupid, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, exactly. okay. So what your first decision was to be like, let's start this, this blog. What, what prompted that? What made you finally say, okay, I'm just going to do it. Like, I think so. So basically I finished college and I did what mom and dad wanted us to do. You know, I got a degree and I liked what I studied, but I didn't like it to the point where I wanted to live my whole life doing that. And I knew I just wanted something more adventurous. I've just always been that adventurous person. And so fast forward one year later, um, after graduating, all I was doing was working traveling a little i was obviously traveling too and traveling a lot and just working but then there were those moments where i was just working and working and working and working like three jobs at a time from morning till night and then you know coming home and just netflixing just and i there was this moment and i feel like a lot of people have this moment i was just sitting on the couch and i was like what the fuck am i doing like i'm just sitting here on my couch like a lazy ass just watching netflix and just working at you know as a bartender and I think that point, I was just like, I need to do something. I need to do something different. And then you mentioned the Big Magic book. And you also gave me a lot of like podcasts to listen to. So I started listening to podcasts in the morning. And then I read that Big Magic book. And as soon as I got done with the Big Magic, um, that's when I was like, I'm starting my blog. Like, I have to do this. There's like mm -hmm. no question. That's done. So that's when I started in March, March. 2018 i think or 17 2018 or 17 yeah see this is a big deal like if you grew up with with parents who told you that i mean gave you a limited idea of what's possible it's really important to flood your brain with these ideas of like you can do so much more there's so much more possible than what you've been taught mm -hmm. that can set you on that track but there there's something about you that was different because you just like did what you wanted to do. You didn't let those ideals like stop you. Cause if you backtrack back when you moved to New York city, that's unheard of or was unheard of for an Albanian girl to move to a different state, unless they're getting married, going to college for that to go there or, or for a job, whatever reasons that are now acceptable that weren't. But back then when you moved to New York City, 
that was very like unheard of and even me because i had the dream of moving to california before you did that but i was was like no way like my parents are not gonna let me it's not possible this is that there was something about you that felt like this is possible i'm just gonna do it and then see what happens so what can you talk about that the best thing i could think of is that i just love a challenge like my whole life i've been challenging myself in different ways and I always looked at it as like, okay, that's hard. Okay, I'm scared to do that. Okay, since I'm scared, I need to do it. So I felt so scared to move to New York. I felt scared to tell mom and dad. I felt scared to, you know, do all these things, sign up for the college. And then I was like, okay, just do it. Just keep doing it. Just keep initiating it. And then even in the back of my head, I was like, nope, you're not going to go. There's no way you're going to New York. There's no way you're moving. Nobody's going to let you. Your parents not going to let you. And then I guess I kind of ignored those thoughts and I just kept going and kept doing it and practicing courage, practicing bravery and facing my fears and basically testing myself. I don't know. I, I was always testing myself like, okay, let's see if you can do this. I think you can do it, but let's just see it. Let's just try it out. And uh, I don't know how to explain it, I guess. Basically, you're retraining. You're training yourself to, to handle fear. I mean, yeah, a lot of Albanian girls messaged me and they're like, how did you do it? You know, my parents would never let me and this and that. So the ones we grew up around, the Albanians that we grew up around, it wasn't normal. Like this wasn't normal, no. at least at the time. No, even like when I moved here too, uh, there, I would always get the question, oh, are you married? And I'm like, no, I just, no. just moved to move basically to start a new adventure. Yeah. <laughs> so can you talk about moving to albania now because so i'm the older sister but like i said i had that like fear of disappointing my parents and also i had more fear instilled in me but you would always like break that mold you moved to new york then i was like okay i guess i'll move to new york too then now you move to Albania. So can yeah. you talk about that and what prompted that? Because I know a lot of people were asking you the same question. Why would you do that? Why would you leave New York City? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so I think it was the same thing. I think it was like once I started my blog, I you know went to Bali and I studied to be, I studied uh, how to be a, a travel blogger, a photographer and all this stuff. And then fast forward, I was still traveling and all this stuff. And then I was just, I just remember having the same revelation, but I wasn't on the couch this time. I was walking around New York City and I think I, was, I just like bumped in or somebody bumped into me and I was just pissed. And I was like, I need to get out of this place and just do something different. Like I need something different. And uh, I was trying to get Artie here at that point. And then he got his visa denied. And I was like, okay, let me look at this as a sign. So uh, obviously I started this travel blog and I was like, you know, what would be a good idea. Maybe if I move to Albania and promote Albania, like that could be the start of my travel blog. Like that would be pretty awesome because I've never heard of anybody doing that. And I think it would be another challenge. Like, let me test my fears and see how it goes. So it was another way of me testing my fears and like, you know, trying a new challenge basically. Okay, so this is playing on the whole training your brain because every time that you do something you're scared of, your brain is like, oh, okay, I can do this. 
I can do more stuff like this. Then you keep doing it and then that fear diminishes more and more. Yeah, and I always think like, what's the worst that could happen? Really, what's the worst that could happen? Like, ah, okay, yes, obviously there's a million things that could happen, but I don't know, it was just something that I looked at as different and cool and fun and it, a complete different experience, a complete adventure and those are the things I love, something off the beaten path. And yeah, another revelation. So did you have <laughs> any fears, any fears come up? Um, I guess, yes, but not like your average where I was like freaking out. Like even on the plane, I was just, I guess having Artie here helped too. But I don't know, I, I did have these thoughts like, oh my gosh, first time living with a guy too. And also, obviously another country. And I had no idea, like, am I gonna be able to find like certain things that I, you know, can find in America. And turns out like you can find anything here. Like I just, obviously all the same, all the different questions came up in my head. So all the Mom's obvious here. <laughs> Hi, mama. Hi, mama. I miss you. <laughs> um, okay, so what was it like uh, when you yeah, moved no, there? What culture shock like? Like, I feel like you posted all these beautiful pictures, but like, can you expand upon what your experience was like moving there? If you felt like, whoa. Mm. Tirana is not so bad because it has pretty much everything, but um, the most I could say is going to the villages. Every time I went to a village, it was like going back in time, like, you know, 50 years. And these people have farms and, you know, uh, cows and horses and chickens and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, they have to drive at least an hour or two to just get essentials. And I think that was the biggest culture shock. But at the same time, I don't know, I didn't really think of it as that. I just thought of it as something that made my heart so happy because these people were so happy and so Albanian. And I'm like, wow, this is my culture. This is really it. This is what it's like in Albania. Because growing up, we've never been to Albania. We just went to Montenegro once and <laughs> we never imagined what it would be like in actual Albania. And we only have this view of it in an American side, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like from an Albanian American perspective perspective. Yeah. So how so, did that change your perspective of, of our culture? Like how did it bring you closer? Because I know like the way that we grew up was one, only one way of growing up Albanian of, it was only one view of Albanians. And then when I moved to New York City too, I saw a whole new world of Albanians. You know, like I, growing up in, in our bubble, we had a bubble of Albanians, like our Catholics. And then we moved here and it was like a whole Albanians from all these different places. And so how how did that moving there bring you closer to the culture and like understanding it i think because we grew up so close-minded well 
yeah, a little bit closed-minded about Albanian culture because when I moved here, it was like, it's more open. People are, okay, yes, there are those strict people, but not many people care about religion. Um, there's people like couples living together and making babies. They're not even married and it's normal. Like, it's not what people think. And I thought, you know, I hate to say it, but I thought people were going to be mean. But every time I go to a guest house, like these people are so nice. And they're like, some of them, you know, try to scam you, obviously, you're going to have those some, but not that much because I've seen so I've met so many people that have guest houses and they're the nicest people I've ever met, really, like they will take the shirts off their back for you. And they're and you can just tell that they're not expecting anything back. So that's what brought me closer so that's because like, I just met so many different types of Albanians and this, I guess the stigma, can I say stigma or the, the kind of perspective yeah. that we had was that's just so, it was just broadened so much more, I think. So what's been like uh, an experience that you had in Albania as a travel blogger that stands out to you the most i think in a positive way i think visiting the guest houses and like i just keep mentioning the villages and the guest houses because they're seriously seriously my favorite and as much as i do love luxury and you know beautiful hotels and stuff i am obsessed with going to the village because you just never get that kind of connection. The same connection you do in the village as you, or in, um, you know, a luxury hotel than you do in a village because these people are just so passionate about what they do, about earth, about nature, about anything. And it's not like you're not having conversations about, oh, what do you do for a living and this and that. You're just laughing and you're talking about life and just happiness, it's just simple. So it's that's interesting because thinking about how we grew up, our version of being Albanian, and then going when I went last summer, I was like, my mind opened so much about I know, culture. I and see, like, you know, and like, it was so nice I was to like, see that. Because, yeah, when you live here, you kind of almost you don't forget about it, but you kind of don't realize like, oh yeah, this is pretty cool. So when you came, I kind of was living through you like, oh yeah, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> what did you think? Honestly, was, um, like I what thought, was the most like, interesting. I just thought like going there that it was gonna be so behind. And in some ways, of course it is, but like I thought it was gonna be super behind and then I went there and I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like they have a rock bar. They have like, they had a vegan, yeah. they had a vegan restaurant. And like, I, those stuff, those things blew my mind because the way that I grew up seeing our culture and like going to my sea and everything, it, it was a little, you know, it's villages. Yeah. It's, it's, but like when you go to Tirana and you see that it's like, yeah. a, it's such a cool city. Definitely I love it. It's really up and coming. Yeah. And when, People, I love it too when people are like, how do you live there? I just could never see myself living there. And I'm like, I don't know, you're lost because it's fun. And I've met some amazing people and 
it's fun like these people are creative and fun and like down for anything and i was just like let's go for a bike ride to the mountain it's like 20 minutes away we could do that let's go for a bike bike ride to the beach and we could do that it's like i don't know and i'm meeting like business owners who are so passionate like the vegan restaurant this guy was so passionate about bringing like vegan food to albania which was cool too and then meeting like news reporters and digital marketing managers and stuff like that and this guy who opened up a um a co-working space so cool like this co-working Ooh. space just opened up and i'm like oh my god like this is in albania these are things that you see in california and uh in new york but he made it happen in albania it's really cool do you feel like this has become like part of your purpose is not just like being a travel blogger but kind of showing the world what albania is and, and it's not what people really think um yeah i think so i mean for now i think definitely that's what my purpose is and i still feel like i have some more to show off of albania and it's definitely becoming up and coming which is cool and i'm seeing so many people travel here and people from like new zealand and um america england france all over the world and having such such good things holland holland is like obsessed with uh, Albania. So cool. It's so cool to see that all these people from around the world are really enjoying Albania. I love hearing that because every time like here, if I talk to people, Americans, New Yorkers, and I'm like, you should go to Albania. You should go to Albania. They're like, well, what's in Albania? Like, what am I going to do there? And I'm like, people just don't know. People don't know because, you know, they were under communism for so many years. Nobody could go in. Nobody could go out. And mm -hmm. so now people just think, have one idea of what Albania is, but it's, there's so much potential to it when it comes to yeah. traveling. Yeah, and they're kind of just learning how to really market it. So that's another thing that's why it's not so popular. I think the marketing, it has it's some It's gonna take working. time, like think of Croatia. Yeah, like Croatia blew up only Think of Croatia where ago. it was and now it's blown up. How has it been during this pandemic? basically we're stuck inside for the first month we were stuck inside from like 1 p.m to 5 in the morning the next day like can't go anywhere then they finally made it a little bit more lenient and we can't go inside or we can't go outside after 5 30 until 5 in the morning the next day but um some cafes are opening up i think more cafes are opening up next week and actually there was a protest like this past weekend which was pretty intense i saw a video if you if you search on facebook you could probably find the video one of our friends was in it but he's okay he just got like a hundred euro fine or something but yeah the pro protests are happening stores are only open until 5 30 you can't go anywhere after that but you can order delivery and stuff we have baboon to order food all day until like i don't know what is that like 11. a seamless yeah See, Albania has uh, their own version of Seamless. See, this is like the stereotype that I had in my head or what I thought was that we they didn't have things like that, but they do. They have so much more than I thought. Yeah, someone said to me, like, aren't you like gonna hate that you can't get food delivered to your place? Like you're so used to in New York. And I'm like, I can't, what do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, no, I loved it. I loved Albania and going to the south. Oh my god, I loved it so much. You feel like the you're south. in Greece. You feel like you're in, in Italy or something, but it's just 
it's your people it's like it's your everyone's albanian instead yeah yeah when you just meet different crowds too like you have your hipsters and you have your uh rock stars and then you have your like i don't know that's the cool thing you meet albanians that are all individually you know so it's not like everyone looks the same everyone dresses the same everyone has like and i'm not saying that's that's the case here but a lot of us here are very similar over there i feel like you have people from all different walks of life and they just seeing albanians everywhere in different ways was was really it was an amazing experience yeah it was an amazing experience. I'm seeing girls with like blue hair, purple hair. Just yeah, you don't see like that here. Mohawks and stuff. Yeah, that's okay. what I. That's what really opened my eyes to the idea that we can be Albanian without being put into a certain box. Like you oh. can be Albanian and proud to be Albanian, but be your own individualized version of it. You know. Exactly. Exactly. Like you don't have to be, if you don't want to be, you don't have to be this girl who has all this luxury, luxury clothes, luxury purses, long, beautiful hair, makeup, blah, blah, blah. Like if you don't want to be that, don't be it. Yeah, you can be a punk or a hippie. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So what is your next move, do you think? Do you think you'll stay in Albania? Do you think you'll travel more? So I definitely think I'll travel more. And next move, it's hard to tell with all this COVID stuff going on. But I don't know, me and Artie were thinking about moving back to Vienna for a little bit and then going to America after that because he really wants to see America. And then maybe come back to Albania work on some more projects. And then after that, in the long run, I want to live in Hawaii. <laughs> okay, girl. I see you. Always do the living in Hawaii. Well, yeah. I'm going to come visit Definitely. when I come from Bali. I'll come from Bali to Hawaii to come visit. Oh, is that where you're going to live? <laughs> I could I could definitely see you living in Bali for sure. It's on the list. We'll see. I have, I have a few, few thoughts, a few ideas. Okay, so if there's something that you like a tool or a piece of advice you could give your younger self, what would it be? If you could go back in time and tell her something or give her a tool, what would So much. I would tell her that you can literally do anything you want. So try your best to get those limiting beliefs out of your head. And whatever you do, always be true to yourself and do it because you want to do it and do it because you want to inspire yourself and you want to inspire other people. And always go on adventures. Yes. <laughs> Never stop with the adventures. Okay, and then if there was a tool or like a way for people out there who are stuck in fear, what's some advice that you could give to them, the people who still feel like I'm scared to do this because it will make my parents unhappy, I'll make my boyfriend unhappy my whoever unhappy what is your advice to them i think um i would say first of all weigh out the pros and cons what's the worst that could happen think about that um think about if you don't do this thing what is your life going to be five years from now are you going to be happy if you didn't do this thing yeah and i would also say oh i had it hold on 
I would say definitely read, read a bunch of books, listen to a bunch of podcasts that help you with this stuff. Practice, practice, practice getting out of your comfort zone. If, even if it's something little, think of different ways to get out of your comfort zone. And that way you'll just be more comfortable with being brave and doing things that, out of the ordinary. Yes, girl. Yes. Because so thinking back at like childhood, I know she's my younger sister, but she also inspired me a lot to make decisions that because her her my mind automatically always went to the negative because I picked that up from my parents like the negative, like something bad could happen. What if this happens? No, I can't do that because I can't accomplish that. But like for some reason, it like dodged Lena. So she was like the one who would do those things. And I'll be like, okay, so it is possible. So over time, like even me telling my brain, or though there's a five second window, if you have a thought or you wanna do something, within that five second window, your brain will tell you, no, don't do it. It'll tell you like something bad will happen. So before that can happen, you have to, in that split second, choose something different and just do yeah. it. Just do it yeah. before that five second. Definitely. And when you feel afraid, that's when you need to do it, I think. Mm -hmm. That's when you need to test your fears, test your strength, basically. Yeah. Because... And also, thank you, too. You have reminded me within the past, like, two years how to, you know, who I was and who like this adventurous girl that I did grow up to be because for a minute there, I think I was forgetting. And then you helped me bring it back, bring it back to life. Yay. Thanks, sis. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I hope that you guys got something out of that. And because she has been an inspiration to me, I think we've been inspirations to each other in different ways. In yeah. Definitely. Uh, She's my biggest fan. That's my biggest fan right there. Yes, Love girl. Her. Yes, girl. And um, I think that fear is the biggest fuel of fear. So if you fear the fear, it's only going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. Make fear your friend. Yeah. Make fear your friend. Yeah. Put your arm around fear and be like, what's up? How you doing? There you go, girl. And... <laughs> Take this also from someone who has a more fear-based mind, who has a mind that has been trained for most of her life to be afraid or to be anxious. The only thing that has really helped me is to face those fears, is to sit with those fears. Yeah. All right, guys. Lena, thank you so much for that. Love you. Thank you. Love I miss you. you. I hope you guys got something out of that. And you see, this is an example of facing your fears and not letting them take over what you can get out of life. And she got a lot of adventure yeah. doing what makes her happy. So you are capable of way more than you think you are. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Another thing I want to say is our parents, a lot of our parents, not all of them, raised us from a survival mindset. And now we are the ones who are, are breaking that cycle because when they raised us that way, we developed that mindset, but it's not, it's not set in stone. 
It's not yeah. set in stone. So let's take over right. the world. Yes, yes. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye. Love you. Love you.